This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Devin Wiley, former NFL player for the Chiefs of the Titans, dead at 35. Top-scoring Ghanaian soccer star Rafael Duamina died suddenly at 28. Texas cross-country runner Angel Hernandez, age 16, died suddenly. New Zealand fitness writer, bodybuilder, age 41, died suddenly. Police detective found half of sudden infant deaths occurred soon after the vaccination. Eight-year-old featured in COVID propaganda video dies after cardiac arrest. COVID shots tied to 17 million vaccine deaths. Huge chunk of COVID vax victims hit with tremors, insomnia, and muscle spasms. Canadian government admits that 74% of triple vaccinated now have VADES. That's not AIDS, it's vaccine-acquired immune deficiency. In other words, their immunity systems no longer function. A beloved news anchor dies unexpectedly at age 42. Americans dropping dead, largest decrease in U.S. life expectancy in 100 years. Study that found COVID shots killed people is killed. Heart rate, heart disease risk soars 13,200% among the vaccinated, as confirmed by the CDC. New COVID vaccine push is anti-human, says the Florida Surgeon General. But an MSNBC legal analyst died one month after receiving her experimental COVID vaccine and bragging about it. Welcome to Viewpoint. Viewpoint does determine destiny, friends, and the viewpoint of all of these people has determined their destiny. It's determined their life. It's determined the uh, response of their loved ones, their husbands, their wives, their fathers, their mothers, people who have served in our community, members of churches have lost their lives by the thousands, even millions, because of their viewpoint. Their viewpoint was based upon false information. It was based upon fear, and fear has torment, the Bible tells us. So today on Viewpoint, we're going to open this up, perhaps in a way beyond what you have ever heard or experienced. It has been some time since we've done a program concerning COVID concerning the uh, vaccines and so on, which, again, were not actually vaccines. In fact, so much were they not vaccines that the CDC, Centers for Disease Control, had to change its definition of a vaccine when challenged with all of the evidence that was coming forth because the definition of a vaccine is that it prevents you from catching the virus and it prevents you from transmitting it. It does two things. It prevents you from catching, and it prevents you from spreading. These so-called vaccines did neither of those things, not even close. 
In fact, in many cases, just the opposite. Just the opposite. Why? Because they actually destroyed people's immune systems. Are you listening? This is Viewpoint. Viewpoint does determine destiny, friends, and as I said, it's been determining the destiny of hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of people who thought, who rationalized, who believed they were doing the right thing. Parents forcing their children to get vaccinated. Oh, you have to do it. How many parents rationalize, well, I've got to have my child vaccinated because... And then they'll get rattled off all the reasons why they think they have to do it. They don't really care about the facts or the fact that it was just totally experimental, that there was no proven efficacy to any of it, as we will find today. It's all coming out, friends. It's all coming out. And when you think, when you think of the horrendous nature of Hamas, Attacking Israel in one day on October 7th, destroying 1,400 Israelis, innocent people, and how horrendous Israel felt about that, and how horrendous many people around the world felt about that. Friends, not to put that, not to minimize that, but that's small potatoes compared to what Dr. Fauci and Pfizer, and Moderna, and uh, Johnson & Johnson, and the U.S. government did to our world. Small potatoes. As you will see here today on Viewpoint. I hope you'll stay tuned. And I hope that you will see fit to let other people, your friends, relatives, and so on, including your pastors, know about today's program. We're not here to play games. And we're not here to be sensationalistic. We're not here to be anti-this or anti-that. We're here to tell the truth. The whole truth. Not just little bits of truth, but the whole truth. So help us God. And so I hope that you will stay tuned. So let's take a look further All I did was run through a series of a dozen headlines with you. A dozen headlines that are only symptomatic. They're only illustrative of the thousands and thousands and thousands that have just dropped dead within a month of receiving their so-called vaccines. And they were very healthy people. Many of them were sports folk. Very healthy, far more healthy than the rest of the people but they drop dead suddenly. And what is so fascinating about these reports is not one of these reports that cross comes across the Internet contains any hint or information concerning the cause of death. Not one of them. Now, why do you think that is? It's because it is becoming increasingly well-known that the cause of death is actually the so-called vaccines. That these deaths are so unusual and are so multiplied and that the secondary consequences that are following the taking of these so-called jabs or vaccines are so vast and so disconcerting 
that there has to be a link, but they don't want you to know the link. Why don't they want you to know the link? Why is it that they are hiding the information? Well, they have to have a reason, don't they? They have to have a reason. Because the information is not favorable to the multi-billions of dollars made by Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson and the globalistic intent of their entire effort carried on by the U.S. government, by Bill Gates, and by the World Economic Forum to completely envelop the world with these so-called vaccines that would diminish the population of the planet. This is Viewpoint, friends. Stay tuned. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. Today, we're taking a look at the vast number of studies around the world that are concluding continuously supporting one another that these so-called jabs or vaccines that supportedly or purportedly were to save the people from the effects of COVID actually did just the opposite. And not just in a small way in major ways, accelerating the problem. Now, first of all, in order to set this uh, perhaps in uh, a way that we can understand it without going into all of the research uh, data and so on, an article came out in the Epic Times uh, just uh, a couple of months ago with this headline, Who Best Avoided the COVID Religion? Who best avoided the COVID religion? Let's leave the word religion off of it for a moment. Who best avoided COVID? Who best avoided the effects of the whole COVID issue? Whether it be the the actual COVID-19 itself or whether it be the effects of the vaccine or jabs and mask wearing, and separation of humankind across the world. Well, it's a very long article. A very long article, but I'm going to distill it very simply. And here it is. What have we learned? Well, we've learned that people who take their faith seriously have proven that they are more immune to the lies of the secular elites than those who barely go through the motions. It's the hardcore among them, the true, strong evangelicals, who put God ahead of government, their teachings ahead of the media, and their personal convictions ahead of the biomedical elite, and their bogus claims. In other words, it was faith itself, real faith itself, that enabled people to follow 
real science better than those who outsource their hearts and salvation to pharmaceutical companies and government bureaucrats. In still other words, it was the people of firm religious conviction who proved to be better practitioners of both science and human values. They're the ones that saved lives, not those who capitulated to all of the fretting and and fear that was perpetrated upon them from the pulp, the bully pulpit of America, the White House, Joe Biden, who told us over and over again, you got to get the shots, you got to get them. They will utterly stop this pandemic in its tracks. And he was lying through his teeth. Dr. Fauci was lying through his teeth. Dr. Burks was lying through her teeth. In fact, Dr. Burks came out a few months ago and stated clearly, when asked about the efficacy of the so-called vaccines, she said, well, we knew that they weren't going to stop the pandemic. We knew that they weren't going to stop people from getting the virus. Really? She and Dr. Fauci knew that? You would never know that by listening to them, would you? You would never know that by the lies they told to Donald Trump, who was in authority at the particular time when this broke out. And he relied upon the so-called experts who lied through their teeth. And then we had America's pastors who picked up exactly the same message and reiterated it to their congregation saying, if you don't take the jab, then you don't love Jesus, and then you actually don't love your fellow man either because if you did, you'd take the jab. Hmm. How many pastors said that? Some of the most prominent evangelical pastors in the country said that to their parishioners. And actually, based upon the studies that we know now, caused the death or severe injury to their parishioners. All in the name of trusting purported science that wasn't science at all. There was no science in it. Because science requires a validation of your theory. And there was no validation of the theory concerning the so-called vaccines. They were made up and then presented as if they were valid without any significant testing whatsoever. They were experimental and still are. So this was a massive experiment that was pushed upon the American people, pushed upon the people all over the world who now have suffered immensely as a result of this. The echoing consequences are beyond imagination. It's not just people that lost their lives. It's not just people that have suffered immensely with secondary uh, uh, 
injuries as a result of the so-called vaccines. But it's the vast loss of money, the economy. It is estimated that this whole scenario cost the American economy $14 trillion. $14 trillion. All because of a false scientific hoax. How desperate some of these people, these so-called elitists, must be. They must feel they're virtual gods to be able to import or export their false beliefs and so on upon such a vast number of people and present it as absolute doctrinal truth. It's scary, my friends. Dangerous. And yet people are succumbing to this kind of thing constantly. Now, fortunately, there seems to be a backlash. The latest backlash is that the stock of Pfizer has dropped 14, uh, 44% in the last uh, few weeks. 44%. Well, that's good. But they had made so much that this is barely going to bring it back to what it was before the pandemic. But money isn't the only thing. It's not even the major thing. The thing we're looking at today is truth. God desires truth in the inward parts. He also desires that we trust him, friends. And yours truly here is not here to, uh, shall we say, argue against getting any kind of medical care for various conditions. That's not what we're talking about here today. We're talking about a people in panic, a created panic across the country. It was an artificially created panic by a cooperation, whether you want to call it confederation, a conspiracy, uh, whatever you, name you want to attach to it. They confederated together to frighten not only the American people, but the entire world that unless you get these experimental jabs, you are going to die. The likelihood of your dying is so great that you better take the risk and get the jab. Because, after all, there's very little risk in taking the jab because it's so efficacious. So they said it was 95% efficacious. Well, according to the studies that are coming out now, maybe it was only 1% efficacious, which means it wasn't efficacious at all. Now, all that having been said, we begin to take a look at some of these studies. You now have the overview. Pfizer's study on COVID vaccine safety included only 23 people. A Pfizer booster shot that delivered was delivered in 2021 purportedly to help consumers fight off COVID-19 pandemic was on 23 people only. And that was reported in its access to 58 pages of records from the FDA. 23 people. Maybe they even cherry-picked the 23 people. We don't know. 
But 23 people? That's hardly a valid test, is it? Would you trust such a test if you knew that that was the case? The FDA knew that that was the case, but they still left and let them go ahead with it. Now, in New Zealand, a whistleblower has been arrested. That's right, a whistleblower has been arrested. It seems that this is a common thing these days. It's a common thing in the Western world. It's a common thing in America. Arrest people that you don't like what they're having to say that goes against what you want them to say. Mm -hmm. Here we are. Last week, a man who said he was administrator of New Zealand's COVID vaccine database revealed an alarming percentage of individuals who received the COVID jab died soon afterward. The leak of that data has struck a major nerve and now reports uh, say that authorities are scouring the web and are trying to remove the data from the web so that people can't find it. This is all coming from the World Tribune uh, today. Amidst a growing storm of controversy, there's escalating turmoil within the World Economic Forum and New Zealand's government circles. Panic appears to have set in as they desperately attempt to shut down any public access to the real truthful information. This unrest is fueled by a purported leak of sensitive information alleging connecting COVID-19 vaccines to a significant upsurge in illness and fatalities in New Zealand. Amidst the chaos, swirling rumors suggest a drastic move a directive to erase this contentious data. It's not contentious data. It's the true data that they don't want the public to know. The whistleblower, identified as a 56-year-old Barry Young, broke down the numbers by vaccine batches. In batch one, for example, there were 711 people vaccinated, and 152 of them that is, 21% died soon afterward. Friends, if you knew that the likelihood of you dying was 17% if you took the jab, what would you have done? What would you have had your children do? If you were an employer, what would you have had your employees do? If you were a pastor, what would you have suggested to your parishioners? One vaccinator jabbed 621 people. Of those, 104 died, or 17%. This whistleblower says this should never happen, adding that the percentage who die from what would be a normal vaccine administration would be less than 1%. So, Mr. Young was arrested soon after his interview disclosing the information. Why? What did he do? He's telling the truth. They don't want the truth out. This is the ultimate cancel culture, friends. And you thought, we thought, that Russia was the one that acted like that. That's what we were told when I was growing up. 
that the Western world and America and Europe and those that were Democrat-loving countries, they didn't act like this. Apparently, we do. Or do now because we have unbelievably wicked agendas, including globalism. Why was the World Economic Forum involved in that report? Because the World Economic Forum is about seducing the entire Western world into one global empire. World government. This vaccine issue, friends, has to do with advancing the cause of world government. Are you listening? There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. I have a question for you. What would Jesus say or do amid this vaccine jab falsity Agendas to reduce the population of the world intentionally. Misinforming the people. And then trying to hide the information from them that would save their life. Or that would kill them. What would Jesus say or do? Well, you might want to take a look at how Jesus might react by looking at Matthew chapter 23, how he reacted to the religious leaders of his day, calling them whited sepulchers, full of dead men's bones, deceiving the people, making them more citizens of hell than even they were. Jesus didn't play games. He didn't speak with a lisp. And a limp wrist, my friends. He was a real man. He was kind and he was gentle with those to whom kindness and gentleness was due. But he had profound righteous indignation against this kind of wickedness. Why didn't the pastors rise up? Apparently they didn't have faith. In God, they had more faith in an unrighteous government than they did in God. They had more faith in the seductive motivations of so-called scientists that were out to line their own pockets than they did in the God who said, I am Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals you. 
You see, we have a false trust. Our trust was tested massively during that COVID thing. And, indeed, Uncle Sam is trying to do it again. In fact, Uncle Sam is urging the unvaccinated who they kicked out of the army that was refusing to be vaccinated, they're urging them to come back into the army. Can you believe that? It's true. Even the army is admitted. But they played the game. I want to ask you a question. What will happen to you and those you care for when the same governments and the same kind of nefarious voices, all with their rationales, all with their justifications, all with their promotions on how wonderful it's going to be for you to save you from this problem and that problem and this and that, are going to urge you to take the infamous mark of the beast. Hello? Is there anyone still listening? You see, what has been set up here is a a pre-staging of the kind of scenario that is going to precede soon the very promotion of the mark of the beast. And it's not going to be called the mark of the beast. It's not going to have anything beast about it. It's going to be promoted as the greatest thing since sliced bread. What wonders technology can do for you. Bill Gates is already moving on. He's already filed the patent for it. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, he has. Just a couple of years ago, with the U.S. Patent Office, to combine your medical and your financial, all of your information concerning you and your life into one small little device, however that will ultimately be manifested, whether it be a chip, whatever, however it's going to be manifested, so that ultimately all currency will be gone. All financial transactions will be conducted digitally. And there will be a global clearinghouse for all financial transactions so that if your financial transactions don't line up with the approved financial transactions of the new world government, that is rapidly godless, you won't be able to conduct your financial transactions. And that's precisely what God told us through chapter 13 of the book of Revelation. Introducing what is referred to as the mark of the beast. You might want to get a copy of my book, uh, Antichrist. It'll tell you a bit about that. Maybe more than you want to hear. It's a $22 book, yours for $20, on our website, saveus.org, saveus.org. You can call us at 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us 
at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255, writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. What has happened through this COVID situation and the response, the confederation together of medicine, the scientific world, the government world, media, they have all come together to advance the cause of world government. That's exactly what Klaus Schwab said on behalf of the World Economic Forum. This is our opportunity. We've got to seize this moment to advance this cause. We're right on the edge of world government, which we've been looking to accomplish for the past 75 years. We're not going to let this go. Get rid of Donald Trump. Don't let him even come close to the White House because he's just going to make America great again. He hates world government. And so let's make sure we get control. We're going to engender fear, maximum fear, into the mind and heart of the people all over the world, especially the Western world, so that they will do our bidding. Hate to put it so bluntly. Now, another report from the World Tribune. Without consent or the public's knowledge, Yale researchers have developed an airborne mRNA vaccine. Oh, my. Now you won't have to get a jab. They'll just disseminate the so-called jab which won't be done by a jab, it will be distributed by air. Much less time-consuming than jabbing can be released into the air without consent or even the public's knowledge. And everybody upon whom it is it lands will be contaminated with the mRNA molecules that are rendering our nervous systems, our ability to resist disease, inactive. They are utterly changing our immune systems, the ones that God gave us. You know, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals, the one that he gave us. Science now He's saying, we're going to do one better. At least we're going to do one better with regard to certain specific things. So they give you the mRNA jab or vaccine or however they want to distribute it. It affects your entire system. It now is being proven that it affects your DNA, can be passed down to further generations even through mother's milk. Hmm? Can you follow the tributaries of this? Can you see where it's going? Another study. The process of bypassing the innate immune system with lipid nanoparticles and the subsequent encoding and transcribing of spike proteins has proven to be toxic, inflammatory, 
damaging to the blood and destructive to the overall function of the cardiovascular system and the immune system. Two medical studies, one from Italy and one from Germany, show that COVID vaccines cause extensive blood damage in humans. This blood damage is the common underlying factor behind the excesses and adverse events following COVID vaccination and is the foreboding biomarker behind all the new cases of heart inflammation, blood clotting, immune deficiency, and cancer. And cancer. Just in the last week, I've had conversations with at least two or three in the medical profession who have testified to me that they have seen a huge jump in cancer patients in the hospital. A huge jump. Why? Of course, there's been a huge jump in people with heart conditions now. Myocarditis. Massive blood clotting. After one month from time of inoculation, approximately 94% of the subject's blood samples showed aggregation of erythrocytes. The slides show visible packing and stacking of red blood cells, the type of damage that precedes circulatory disorders. The slides show the formation of gigantic conglomerate foreign structures which did not appear before vaccination. The researchers warned that the blood samples taken from the vaccinated subjects mimic the blood of patients who typically have blood circulation disorders and or oncological disease, cancers. The researchers warned that these changes do not typically occur after inoculation with traditional vaccines. A German study documents extensive blood damage in vaccinated persons, including the formation of a vast number of metallic elements. Oh my goodness, I went through the list, and almost every one of them is in the warning concerning cancer. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. The killer vaccines, the killer jabs, the truth is coming out and is highly offensive. In fact, it is terrifying to governments, to the World Economic Forum, 
to American pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, the entire system. Doctors succumbed to the fear quotient without doing any real investigation themselves. They just succumbed. Professing Christians across the board just succumbed. I'm having a very hard time holding back the tears, my friend. I'm telling you. You may think my voice sounds strong, but behind it are tears. What has happened is so wicked. And it was done intentionally. No wonder Joe Biden tried to protect these companies so that they could not sustain any lawsuits in retribution. No wonder. But apparently Mr. Paxson, down there in Texas, thinks, well, that doesn't apply to us in Texas. That doesn't apply to us in Texas. So he's filed a lawsuit against Pfizer. They tried to get rid of him down in Texas, but they couldn't get rid of him. They tried to impeach him in Texas, but they couldn't get him out of there. And so now he's filing a lawsuit against Pfizer because of the deceit that has taken place. It is very troubling, and that's putting it mildly, my friends. Mildly. All right, so where do we go from here? We only have about 10 minutes left. We've talked about the massive blood damage that these so-called jabs are causing. 120,000 young adults, children, died from COVID shots. 120,000. That's based upon the actual side effect reports in the VAERS reporting system, which is so nominal, so minimal, that they believe that the numbers may be as high as 10 times that. The World Tribune gives us this picture. People died because the feds conspired to censor true information on COVID. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit ruled in Missouri versus Biden that by coercing social media platforms via urgent, uncompromising demands into censoring users who voiced dissenting or disfavored views from the White House, the Surgeon General's Office, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation likely violated the First Amendment. And by commandeering their decision-making processes the government didn't like, that poses First Amendment problems also. Harvard University professor of medicine Martin Koldorf, one of the plaintiffs in Missouri versus Biden, said it wasn't just that the government censored false information, but it censored true information about COVID. Koldorf is an epidemiologist 
an infectious disease expert with more than 200 research articles published in peer-reviewed publications and cited more than 25,000 times. He said he attempted to make scientific arguments against lockdowns in U.S. publications since February of 2020, but he could only get his views into Swedish publications. In other words, Americans were so governed by the feds that within the medical profession, they were so intimidated by threats from the FBI and the White House that they could not get anything published in American medical journals. In attempting to speak on Twitter, Kohldorf was blocked by what Missouri versus Biden lawsuit later discovered was a, quote, vast censorship enterprise, unquote, throttling Americans' ideas online at the behest of multitudes of government officials and government-funded proxies. When the lawsuit was filed, Kohldorf and other plaintiffs, including Dr. J. Batakaraya, of uh, Stanford University had no idea of the lengths the White House and other federal agencies, including the FBI and Department of Homeland Security, were going to to censor American social media accounts. They just knew social media platforms kept banning their accounts, posts, and ideas when they publicly disagreed with federal officials concerning these jabs. The Great Barrington Declaration, published online in October 2020, was co-signed by nearly a million people, including more than 62,000 verified scientists and healthcare professionals. It argued for extra measures to protect those at high risk from COVID while ending lockdowns because for the vast majority of people, the costs of lockdowns were greater than their risk from COVID. Four days after the Declaration's publication, then-director of the National Institute of Health, Dr. Francis Collins, who professed to be a Christian, emailed Dr. Anthony Fauci about the Great Barrington Declaration. This email stated, Hi, Tony. This proposal from the three fringe epidemiologists who met with the secretary seems to be getting a lot of attention. And even a co-signature from Nobel Prize winner Mike Levitt at Stanford. He said there needs to be a quick and devastating published takedown of its premises. Really? Soon after the declaration was published, Google made it harder for people to find in online searches and elevated hit pieces on the declaration. Reddit banned links to the declaration in its COVID forums, and Facebook temporarily suspended the declaration's page without an explanation, says the lawsuit. Are you beginning to get the picture, friends? It's over and over and over again. Peer-reviewed study finds strong evidence of ivermectin's effectiveness. Remember how the medical profession came out and your various doctors and so on came out and said, oh, you can't take ivermectin, that's, that's horse medicine. Well, yes, but not only... Not only did ivermectin work against COVID, says the World Tribune, it was remarkably effective, resulting in a 74% reduction in excess deaths in 10 Peru states where it was used most intensively, according to a study. A preprint paper showing ivermectin's effectiveness against COVID in Peru 
convinced a group of doctors that widespread distribution of the drug could have ended the pandemic. But because the paper wasn't yet peer-reviewed, it was brushed off and ivermectin for COVID-19 was vilified as those who dared to prescribe it. I know of a doctor who was threatened to lose the person's license if they prescribed ivermectin and it was found out. But there was a 14-fold reduction in nationwide excess deaths in Peru when ivermectin was readily available and in a 13-fold increase in excess deaths in the two months after ivermectin was restricted. COVID vaccine mRNA ends up in mother's milk, contrary to what the government and vaccine enthusiasts and officials were stating. The CDC data on COVID jabs showed adverse effects for teens, fully boosted men. The CDC's own data showed a risk of severe side effects from the COVID shots for teenagers and significantly lower life expectancy for men who were fully boosted. They said that of 1 million mRNA COVID shots for teens, that would only prevent one to no COVID deaths. In other words, have no effect. Whereas it produced between 100 and 200,000, 100,000 and 200,000 severe side effects. Moderna trial teen subjects had a 25% risk of adverse events when they received just the first shot. In the UK, the government there found that the American men who had been fully boosted with COVID shots will suffer a staggering 24-year loss in their life expectancy. Are you listening, men? Ladies, you that insisted that your men get the shot, how do you feel now? The researchers found that the damage doesn't lessen over time, and instead it remains indefinitely, increasing with each shot or booster. The CDC all-cause mortality data has shown that each vaccine dose increased mortality by 7%. So if you were to take that each shot increasing by 7%, if you were to have five doses, then you were 35% more likely to die in 2022 than you were in 2021. And unvaxxed, if you were unvaxxed, then you were no more likely to die in 2022 than you were in 2021. So, listen carefully. Taking the 2021 as the baseline, a five-dosed person would be 350% more likely to die in 2031, just 10 years later, and 700% more likely to die in 2041 and a thousand percent more likely to die in 2051 than an unvaxxed person.
Data on the COVID infection rates for the first 98 days from September 12, 2022, was taken when the bivalent vaccine was first offered to Cleveland Clinic employees. Cleveland Clinic is a big operation, friends. Highly respected. The results of the study reveal that the more doses of original vaccine a person took, the more likely they were to catch COVID. The findings suggest that the original coronavirus vaccine is not only ineffective against Omicron, but anti-effective. In other words, it kills your immune system. Testimony exposes the Vax NA DNA disaster. It enters your nucleus. Health authorities have vehemently denied it, requiring it as impossible, yet the inconvenient facts for the testimony are staring us in the face yet again. Make no mistake, this is how the COVID mRNA shots enter your nucleus and wreak havoc on your DNA. In April 2023, microbiologist Kevin McKernan detailed finding massive DNA contamination in Pfizer's and Moderna's bivalent convert, uh, COVID booster shots. The highest level of DNA contamination was found 30%, meaning nearly one-third of the content of the shot was plasma DNA. They have discovered, and we could go on and on, that this continues on as part of the DNA of those who receive the shot. And where do you think it's going to head? Look, maybe you received the shot. The purpose of this is not to strike terror into you. It is what it is. You succumb for whatever reason you justified. What will you do the next time around when the next encouragement or threat comes? That's the real issue, my friends. Get a copy of my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. I think it will be helpful to you. It's on our website, saveus.org. God bless and be a blessing. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.